Welcome to In the Name of Game. Welcome once again to In the Name of Game, a video game podcast. Today is February 27th, 2014. And welcome once again to our show. I'm your host, Iggy. I'm your host, Colin. I'm co-host Knox. Who's that? <laughs> Colin <laughs> kind of, over. he stumbled out of the gate there. Uh, yeah, I did. Can, can I was having. He has to <laughs> finish his white Russian first before he can continue. Delicious. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> well, hey, hey, everyone, again, we have some, just a couple things to talk about this week. It's going to be hopefully relatively short. Um, first of all, uh, Colin actually brought up something that uh, I hadn't really heard about because I, I think I only played wow for maybe two weeks ever you know, like during what levels what level did you get up to i got up to 20 something what, what class was <laughs> but this was curious. back this was several expansions back this was a while ago yeah uh I, it was a rogue because i i played final fantasy 11 for a long time mm. so when i saw the the trial thing for wow i was like well let's compare so i picked rogue is obviously the equivalent of mostly of thief you know so mm-hmm. i figured okay well it's, it's kind of like in Final Fantasy XI, because you can have sub-jobs, it's sort of like thief slash ninja, I guess, rogue would be, because it also has, like, evasion and bullshit. Mm. Um, but yeah, I tried it, and I was like, uh, it's not really my thing, and then I stopped. <laughs> but mm. as you were saying um, before the show, apparently for the in the next upcoming expansion, they're going to implement this viable uh, leveling boost. <clears throat> I think at, at first it's important to consider the fact that... Uh, when you buy the new, is it called Warlords of Draenor? It's yes. something like that. You know, I keep it's thinking they're saying Draenor. Warlords of Draenor. Like it yeah, doesn't, yeah. it's not the best thing. They're, they're trying to clean out their drains or yes. something. Like that. But it's called Warlords of Draenor. Um, but what 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 Blizzard is offering is that when you buy the expansion, you get one free level to uh, I think it's ninety. Ninety is going to be the new cap. I think I haven't played in so, a couple of years. So. so just from buying it, you can boost. Yeah, just hit? just just to, just from buying the expansion pack, you're going to have a free boost to whatever the level cap is going to be. I think it's ninety. Um, but past that, you know, you only get one free character. Um, after that, you know, it's going to be you know so it had, it had leaked that um, that it would be sixty dollars to pay for uh for a level cap after that you know to, to level a character from whatever to 90 would be 60 dollars. wait you know, so uh so for for world of warcraft characters it's not like like final fantasy right like you it's only one person per class right yeah you only have one class per. per. i mean you can't when have you, like when multiple you, classes per character when, when you make a character you decide on a class <laughs> right then before you even start playing the game you decide on a class this isn't like something like like Elder Scrolls or Final right. Fantasy, where you you play and you level certain skills to make your own class, sort of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is something that you pick and you have certain abilities from the outset. Okay, so people probably, if they're long term players, probably have several characters. I'm assuming. Uh, absolutely, it's okay. that, you know even when I played ahead, I had only you know I was actually kind of an amateur in that I only had like three or four characters at one time, mm-hmm. um, which is funny to say because that takes that's about. You know, when I stopped playing in uh, Wrath of the Lich King was about, you know, maybe 200 hours per character I put in. Hmm. Um, so, um, you know, you're really losing out. I mean, it, the thing is, is that, 
you know, it's one thing to have like, you know, to to level your main character from from whatever to ninety, you know, to level it up to max. Because I mean, the thing is, is that 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 leveling period is used to help you learn your class. You know, right. it helps you learn the abilities, helps you learn what's going on with your class. You know, because you have to fill a certain role. If you're a shaman, you have to fill in for a healer role, or if you're a warrior, you have to fill in for a tanking role or whatever. So you're going to probably see. You're saying from from what you're saying, you, you're guessing you're going to see a lot of like, maybe newbies coming in with this expansion and just like futzing well, around. I wouldn't even say they're newbies, but it's people who are inexperienced in their class. Mm. You know, you, I mean, because I used to play a a mage most of the time, which is a pure, pretty much a pure DPS sort of spellcasting class, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you you're not going to see a whole lot of tanking. You're not going to see a whole lot of healing. Um, if I were to just like make a, just to make a, a char- you know, a priest character, level it up to ninety instantly, I wouldn't know how to heal effectively because there was all sorts of different healing spells for all sorts of different situations. I'm assuming also the gear would suffer too, unless you already yeah, had some I, set I, up for that. I imagine that you know you would have to you know grind for gear and stuff like that. But right. apparently in War, you know, I haven't played in a couple of years, like I said, but apparently that is a lot easier nowadays than what it used to be you know it used to be you have to raid you know in 40 person sort of parties to get that sort of good gear but i don't know how it works nowadays but i think you get like tokens and you turn them in for gear hmm. and that sort of thing um yeah it's, I, you know it, it, it was a lot easier to begin with but seeing this you know it just kind of rubs it in the face of people who like me who have who had invested a lot of a lot of time in these characters do you do you think maybe that might be a, a reason for people to leave? Like if the if the place is going to get flooded with a bunch of like fresh nineties all over the place? I don't know how it's going to work with you know I don't I don't I don't I haven't been keeping up on this to be honest. I have to speak from an old you know I'm speaking from a perspective of an old school Warcraft player. Um, I don't know how the raiding scene is now. I don't know what sort of raids are adding if they're adding in sort of forty man raids anymore. Mm. Um, you know, as opposed to the 25-man or the 10-man raids they've had in, in these past few expansions since about um, Wrath of the Lich King up till now, from what I understand. Hmm. Um, but I think, you know, in a way, you have to be better at your role than you... You need to be better at your role in a 40-man raid than you do in this kind of a smaller party. Because it's, you know, it's it's a matter of scale, I think. Well, you know what's funny is I always assumed it was the opposite. Because I always thought that if you had more people in a party, then you have more people that potentially could help, you know, fix things if one dude goes down. Like, if you're only in, like, a six-man group or something, yeah. and your healer goes down, mm-hmm. you're, you're probably fucked. But if you were in, like, a 40 or, or more person group, then how many other healers are there to also maybe pick up the slack while that person gets back up? That's true, but like when I, when you know I I used to play a healer role as well, like even way back in the day, like before I had my my DPS character. Mm-hmm. Um, my healer one was the one that I kind of abandoned in lieu of the DPS character. Um, you know, if 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 I were in a healing role and I lost a target or two, um, you know, that were DPS dealers. I mm-hmm. mean, that would mean that would mean that there wouldn't be enough damage to take down the boss. You know, yeah. a dungeon boss or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's just a matter of distribution, you know. Um, well, it's interesting that they would go so far as to just give like a, you know, like a free card, go straight yeah. to ninety. I I actually do think I was thinking about it more while you were talking, and uh, from what you're saying, I could see some some benefits. I mean, if you were a seasoned player, 
And, uh, you know, granted, you might not know that specific character's, like, best tasks and stuff to, to be optimal. Mm-hmm. You would mm-hmm. at least have a better understanding, I think. Like, it, it's not like you're a brand new player. So if you had a new 90 character, you'd probably still be able to apply most of your reasoning to that character. It would be a yeah. nice way of you uh, to experience another class quickly mm-hmm. and easily rather right. than having to kind of risk, like... Like, for example, I, I might even pick a class... Like, if if I had been a long-time WoW player, I'm assuming you already would have several 90s at that point mm-hmm. uh, of your own. And maybe this would be a way for me to instantly level up a class I might usually not like very much. Maybe to give myself a chance of saying, like, okay, let's see how this does, you know, maxed out. Like, maybe I would mm-hmm. like it because I haven't had to go through the hassle of leveling this thing, you know, trudging through all these levels uh, to get to that point. Because I know, for example... In Final Fantasy XI and, and definitely fourteen, sometimes you get the best skills like towards the end. And when you're trudging through, you always have to deal with the first set of, uh, of abilities and skills that you're like, yes, this is kind of boring, and click, click, click. And it's yeah. not till you have all of them uh, in one package at the end that you realize, like, hey, some of this it stuff starts is pretty to make fun. Sense. Yeah, it starts yeah. To make sense. So I, I guess it, it might not be really that bad. Plus. I'm sure it will put a little uh, dent in um, <clears throat> if they still have gold farmers. I'm sure gold farmers, like any other <laughs> MMO, usually try to sell their services for le- power leveling. Yeah. So f- in this way, you could be like, well, fuck you guys. Like, we have like a legit way of, of a- accomplishing this without having to resort to like an illegal means of, uh, you know, leveling. Yeah. 60 but, bucks but, is know, kind of pricey, though, but I mean... It's, it's, it's awfully <laughs> steep for something like that. But, I mean, I think that our, Ars Technica made a good point when it said that, you know, the, uh, and I quote, the, the accomplishment of leveling was devalued the moment Blizzard decided to introduce the instant level boost in the first place. This isn't even about the $60 that you pay for, mm-hmm. you know, leveling a character up from whatever to 90 It's the fact that everybody who buys this expansion is going to have a free 90 Right. right? So you know, um, I mean, like I said, it's like this that represents that has a lot of time. You know, when when you go from zero from one to ninety, that's a shit ton of time invested. Mm-hmm. You know, when when I went from one to sixty, that was probably two months of my life that I you know not in total playtime, but two months of my life that I invested in that game to get me up to sixty. Mm-hmm. You know. And I realize that leveling is a different animal nowadays, especially after... Yeah, a lot of things have, have gotten crazy. Yeah. Like, even Eleven, which was very similarly like a, a grind fest. Um, well, actually, maybe WoW wasn't as much of a grind fest as Eleven, but like... It's, it's not It's not anymore <clears throat> a cataclysm. They apparently streamlined a whole lot of the level grinding. But Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, uh, there was a similar sort of expansion that... Uh, what's it called? Abyssia or Abyssia or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> for Eleven that um, in, uh, instituted these new zones... That would like massively boost the like how how um, how quickly you could uh, max out your character mm-hmm. because I guess they figured <coughs> as you know as this game is getting older we're losing customers <coughs> excuse me wow <coughs> so how can we um, how can we um, retain people and maybe they decided well you know if we if we make it really easy for people to level then they'll probably get more value out of their character because then they could just say well let me level some more classes and experience more stuff with these I, other i wonder if this is like sort of a uh, implicit acknowledgement that to, from blizzard that while well, i was kind of dying I, it might be i mean yeah I, i'm sure they still have millions of users but it's definitely <laughs> not the same number that it used to be 
It's definitely not when I used to be when I used to be playing. That's yeah. for sure. Well, for for sure, it, eleven is dying because yeah. it. I mean, it never really had the same numbers, but it used to do fine. But now, from what I've heard from other people, it's not necessarily a ghost town, but it's much less than it used to be. Like when I used to yeah. play. That's so. so sad in a way. It really is because it is sad you in a way. <laughs> you get no matter what MMO you play, if you play it for an extended period of time, you just get attached. You know, like yeah. it's it's just human nature you know you you're putting all your time and real time and effort into something that even though it's virtual still feels like it holds a value because it's the equivalent of all that amassed time that you've you know devoted to it so it's very hard to give it up completely Mm -hmm. um but yeah so that's the the wow uh Angle. Play of the day? I don't know what you would call it. Like wow it's, angle. It's the wow, the wow angle. <laughs> wow episode. The MMO zone. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but it, it's a very interesting move for them to do because usually companies don't do that sort of angle, I think. I mean, they might make little boosts so that like you'll level level a little faster for like a short period of time well, or something. Well, they had some like that where, where if you invited a friend to play the game, mm-hmm. it would increase your, your, your XP. Right. Uh or it would, yeah, yeah. It, would, it would give you like more XP relative to yeah. Like, it, would, it would give you a certain amount of extra XP for every you know every kill you make or whatever like. That. But this is, I mean, this is just instant. This 90. is just a f- instant. This is an instant ninety. You know, yeah. we used to talk. Right. You know, b- back in the day, we used to talk about insta sixties. This is an instant ninety, mm-hmm. right? Knox, were you gonna say? I was gonna say I could hop on board to be a ninety. Yeah, and shit. I've never I mean, yeah. In my fucking life. That's yeah, true. Not, Nox who uh, hates MMOs, Nox who hates MMOs <laughs> could jump in and play play a ninety in WoW right now. Or once Drain Orc. Just run around talking about how much I hate MMOs all day. <laughs> God, you'd be so pot like not knowing any of the game mechanics and just running around like I hate this Fuck game. This game you, sucks. You, you, I'd be Leroy Jenkins. That would be me. <laughs> Oh my. Can you imagine that? It's gonna be like a whole army of Leroy Jenkins. Like people going well, like but the, it's cheap. But the thing is, like even now, you yeah, you know, I look back at Leroy Jenkins and I'm like, wow, that was such a great time. He's writing, <laughs> he's writing upper upper Blackrock Spire, and it's like, oh shit, those were the good times. You know, you used you used to have like one asshole in your group once in a while. Yeah. But whereas you know, like I said, I haven't played in a while. But, but I have just, some. F- it, it's clear that's still kind of fresh in the back well, of your head. It's it is fresh because this is you know. There are only there are very few games that I really stick in my memory um, that have really you know that I've really really enjoyed. One is Mech Warrior Four. Mm-hmm. The next was Warcraft. The one after that was TF Two. Right. You know th- those are the one those are the games that really stick in me. Not because just I really enjoyed the game, but because I had a community to me. Excuse me, a community to go along with it. You right. Know? And that's something that really makes it stick out. And I I do miss that, but I understand that. You know, Warcraft has moved on, and I have moved on. And, you know, it was I'll a time of your it. life. It was a, it was a, it was a certain time of my life, right? You know, mm-hmm. but it's gone now. So there you go. <laughs> so sad, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So that's the MMO stuff. If anyone's inclined to try out World of Warcraft, it sounds like that might be the time to try it. Um, I guess maybe. You know, I, I, I would I would say Before check it. Goes completely bonkers. How yeah. About now? Yeah, yeah. Before it goes insane with like all these new people. Um, yeah. So the other thing I wanted to talk about, and if if you've been watching Twitch or if you've been going to any kind of nerdy websites, you probably already know about this. God, this but is so interesting. It's it's really actually 
when it sunk in, when I really thought about the, the whole process, I found it fascinating. Um, <clears throat> initially, it's very weird. So there is a Twitch channel that I believe is still running. I'm, I'm assuming they're not going to shut it down anytime soon, like because I think they're going to try to go all the way through, where this guy or girl, I, I'm not sure exactly who's responsible, um, put... Is it like a ROM of the game? They they put the very yeah. first Pokemon, like the the Game Boy black and white. Yeah, it was, game, it was red and blue version. Red and blue, on <clears throat> a Twitch channel, and set up this scripting so that uh, when you are in the chat room for the channel and you enter in a command like up down start B A whatever, it will uh, input that command into the game on the screen that you're watching, and you know do that to the character. So. They they had to institute this little bar. I noticed afterwards that's an anar- anarchy uh, democracy bar, where um, you know if you type in yeah because it, it was getting too crazy because people were just kind of going insane in the chat room just typing all kinds of nonsense. So I believe if you type anarchy, it will opt for like just like a random um, a random input from the chat room. But if you if you do democracy and if enough people do democracy, it will opt for like the average. Like if tons of people are saying up and like one dude is like start or something, it'll go for up. Um so it's it's been surprised. Okay, here's the thing that's amazing me. Like I totally thought that this dude would be just running in circles the whole time or something. But they've actually been able to very very slowly progress through the game <laughs> so that is that is incredible they've beaten some gym leaders and there's these crazy yeah. I, I haven't been watching it consistently <laughs> but apparently there's all these memes that have been coming out of it where um like for some reason nobody wants to throw away uh, the helix fossil in the guy's inventory so it's become this like holy religious symbol it's <laughs> It's pretty nuts. Like so, he the helix. Like Almanite. He doesn't like Almanite. I take. It. I guess so. The helix symbol is like, or the helix fossil is this religious symbol to most people. Like all <laughs> obey the helix fossil, you know. And certain certain Pokemon have gotten weird, like godlike status. Oh man! And they've made up funny names for these guys too. Um, I don't have the page open, but I was looking at it I earlier. I saw it earlier today, and I should have saved it. Yeah, so so when you enter the name, it's fucking anarchy because people just put in whatever. But yeah. what people would do is look at that garbled name and think, like, what does that name look like? And then name, you know, unofficially the character after <laughs> that. So, like, for example, there's a – was it a Zapdos or something that that was A-T-T-T-T-T-T-V-V-V-V or whatever. <laughs> so they called it the, the all-terrain vehicle Pokemon because it looked like it said ATV sort of. <laughs> And so the, yeah, so likewise with the other ones, like there's like a, a Pidgeotto <laughs> and like some other stuff that was named weird oh, stuff as no. well. But because it's also slightly, you know, there's there's anarchy involved. Uh, there's always the occasional person that'll do something douchey. Like apparently they somebody released like two or three of the Pokemon. <laughs> so it's like these these people did all this work trying to level up and and beat other Pokemon, and then some dude just goes release to a bunch. Of <laughs> so, but what's amazing is that. Like I said, it is slowly progressing. Um, I don't know the actual address. I think it might be something as simple as twitch.tv slash like, uh, Twitch Plays Pokemon. Man, but if, if you that, Google that, it, it should pop up. That's something I just want to sit on the sidelines and watch rather than just take part. It's, right? I yeah. will say it's it it's kind of hard to watch in some parts because I was I did uh, during work like I had a break and I was uh, looking at it. And they were in this, I, I don't know what building it was, but it was a building with a bunch of staircases. 
and people would push him to go up the stairs and then immediately someone would make him go back down the stairs and then up the <laughs> stairs and then back down the stairs and then it would take like a half hour for him to really move out of that area because people can't fucking agree uh, on like what to do there was another um shit i can't remember the building there's another building that had floors with little arrow signs you know that would like conveyor yeah, belts yeah, it would send, it would throw you around the room yeah so oh, yeah. Guess yeah. what happens in that fucking room because people just constantly, like, up, down, left, right, push, push. You know, like, it, we just, it took forever. But amazingly, it is progressing. So I I believe they're going to keep it open or keep it up until somehow they beat the game. That, that's the idea, the intended effect. Um, but whoever it is that did this, I believe they said it was, like, kind of like a social experiment. Like, look, let's see if people... Totally random, anonymous, anonymous people can really work together and beat a game <laughs> when all you have is your one voice to say, like, your vote for what should be done. Right. And uh, it's kind of, it's mostly what I expected, but I, yeah. I am somewhat pleasantly surprised that now, there is progress. Now, what I thought was funny is that I looked it up, that ATV Pokemon. Uh-huh. Was actually all terrain Venomoth. Oh, Venomoth. Okay, <laughs> which, I, make it, which makes it even funnier. I knew it was awesome. some kind of flying type. <laughs> um, and the other thing, the other thing is that my my friend was talk my friend was talking to me about this, and uh, he said that uh, you know one of the names on the list on the right, mm-hmm. you know whoever, and one of them was named and Knox will get a kick out of this was Hey Delaron was Hey Delaron, you know one of the, one of the. <laughs> 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 I mean the, that old that old Warcrafting with the with the uh, with the hey Delawan, I got this new game and oh, the, it's got the, the, they got the Dwuid, I got the Dwuid, the Dwuid, Dwuid. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so there's been a lot of memes that have been popping out of that the Twitch plays Pokemon, but it for anybody interested, just Google it. You'll find it really is probably the first fucking result. Um, and uh, there's been sites like Dorkly and I think maybe Joystick and various sites that have been trying to compress this all into like a summarized, you know, like a good sto- narrative. The story this has so no far. narrative. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at Joystick right now. It says Twitch plays Pokemon, creating an oral history in real time. <laughs> they don't even know what to make of this. They're writing a story about the fact they can't make a story. Well, out. that's that's <laughs> what's insane. Like the, the the memes and the like like the fo- thing with the fossil and all that stuff. Like people are crafting some weird story about this this Pokemon trainer that is like like schizophrenic or something that is like going you know, because of the movement and is going through life and doing all this stuff. And they're trying to, that when they're saying oral history, they're trying to pin it. Like it's some epic event that's happening. Yeah. Like a, a real story, which is funny. God. And this has been, you know, this is four. I'm looking at this right now. It says 14 hours ago on the joystick and the, and the, and the screenshot says it's been running for 12 days and six, in almost 17 hours. Wow. Twelve days and almost seventeen hours. How long will it take to beat? How long will it take to beat the Elite Four? <laughs> well, they oh. actually—I I did see a, a small chunk where they were fighting, and I, I presume beating Lieutenant Surge. So they're mm-hmm. they're moving they're along, going along. Yeah. yeah. Well, this ATV is only at level thirty-five. It's got a long way to well, go. Well, <laughs> hopefully, it doesn't get released before then. Cause... <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, so that that's that's kind of the fun topic for the day. If you have a chance, if you got a little break or whatever, check it out. It's really bizarre. Um, our last little thing for this week, uh, I got my hands on Thief, which Ooh. came out uh, this past Tuesday. 
I had a chance to play it. I don't know. Did you guys? You guys haven't played it, right? Uh, yeah. oh, you gotta remember me and awesome. Yeah, me, so me and Knox have shit. Have shit. You know, computers. Have you have you guys ever played the old Thief game? I, I played the old Thief back in I've the day. I've actually know. been playing Thief Gold of late, uh, just kind yeah. of to distract myself from the game. <laughs> <laughs> Not working, by the way. I kind of wish I had money, but. <laughs> Well, the yeah, the old thief. Uh, what's interesting? Well, the old thief is is a classic example of the stealth oh, yeah. genre. Yeah. So yeah, I think um, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of unfortunately mixed reviews about yeah. this this thief game, and I think a lot of it does stem from people that did play, uh, you know, either the old games or older stealth games in general, because um, especially for anyone that was an old thief fan. I, I've seen people be pretty mad about this one <laughs> because Whoa. there's little there's little pockets of things that were carried over from the old games, like the little light gem and some other crap. Um, but this game has a lot of is- issues that uh, really hold it back from being from feeling like an appropriate successor. I would say, like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's not fun stuff because, I, granted, I'm only a couple hours in, so <clears throat> so from what I've been hearing. It gets kind of more fun and less fun later on, <laughs> depending on like how scripted or how un- unstealthy those sections of the game get. Um, but there's a lot of things that people were really disappointed about because it does have some base fundamentals that feel very thief-like. Like uh, it excels obviously at the, at the stealing parts. Uh, <laughs> you would hope. I see. But the, com- <laughs> the combat is. I mean, granted, I I haven't tried to get into combat situations because you know I'm trying to play it, well, you're it a thief. properly. You like yeah, thief? you don't necessarily want to do that. Trying to play it like thief, damn it! Well, so this what is, the fuck? This is kind of like what happened with me and well, other people playing well, Warcraft. Apparently, you were playing a rogue. Yeah, yeah, because you... no, no, that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Like, I like I like stealthy stuff, but uh, Dishonored <clears throat> had this kind of issue where. I always kind of considered it a stealthy game because it has a lot of avenues for, you know, sneaking by, killing people quietly, that sort of thing. But as much as I like Dishonored, it it feels like it suffers from almost this kind of bipolarism, like where, yeah, you have a whole bunch of traits that are great for stealth and and thievery and, and silent kills and all this stuff, but then you also have a whole bunch of traits that are just made for outright, you know, facing somebody and brutally murdering them or having rats yeah. devour them or crazy crap. Um, and and I always felt like you would be slightly punished for excelling at being silent and swift because then you never really got to explore those other uh, power trees, you know, ability oh, yeah. trees. And they, and they always make it so fucking difficult nowadays, you know? <laughs> Well, they, but they really do. It's like no, well, no. When I, when I played, no. When I played Dishonored, it's like when it's when easy. I wanted to. Take, no, no, but no, but in Dishonored, it was the opposite. It's like when I played Dishonored, it's like when I wanted to take the stealthy route, oh. I couldn't kill anybody. Yeah, that's the challenge. But but no, but they made it so insane. You know, but it's different in Dishonored and between Thief because the old Thief was like you excelled at being a thief. Right. You excelled at being silent. You excelled at killing people silently and knocking them out and hiding their bodies and shit like that. Yeah. When it came when it came to Dishonored, it's like they expected you to kill. You know, this this was a character who was supposed to be based in stealth and doing stealthy shit like that. Yeah. But they made it fucking difficult. I remember be, wanting to play it. You know, like no kills, you know, no violence whatsoever. 
and they made it fucking you know hard as fuck. Well, it was like it was it was impossible to beat. It seemed like yeah, at least yeah. for a first playthrough. From what I remember, it's been a while since I played Dishonored. But from what I remember, we, we talked about could, this in one of the first podcasts. Right, right. But you could stock up on stuff that was like um, like uh, sleep dart type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I I would totally you know, to the max like try to try to do anything but, that was like a non lethal takedown. But that's type not thing. realistic. You know, it, this is a character. Well, you're, you're a guy that, that has like powers. How would that be realistic? We we're well. You're supposed to have. You know, they make it hard to get. They make it a lot harder to get sleep darts, and it is just get darts that kill people by shooting them in the dick or something like that. You know. <laughs> Well, you know, but I mean, they do. I mean, they make it a lot harder to get something that makes them, <laughs> makes them, makes them, you know, they make it a lot harder to make, to just. What games are you play playing? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, well, I you, will you say. Guys, you guys don't shoot at dicks when you play games? No. Okay, whatever. I usually shoot You're for the liar. head because that'll make them fall asleep faster. <laughs> Would you keep talking? Okay, okay. Um, but actually, one of the issues that made the game harder, though, was the AI was kind of wonky a lot That's of the time. Like, you think it's going to behave and go down this way, and then all of a sudden it just randomly decides, oh, no, I'm going to turn around. Oops, now I've seen you, and now you had to fight. Ah. All this yeah. kind of bullshit. Uh, so far in Thief, I, granted, again, I haven't gotten very far, but the AI seems a bit more predictable than the Dishonored one, but almost to a fault. Like, I, I was in this um, jeweler guy's house stealing everything he had, which was very <laughs> very satisfying, actually. Um, <clears throat> and then I found him in the cellar, and he was looking over some junk, and um, I was like, shit, I know I want to pickpocket him, and I don't want to knock him out if possible, but how, like, it's such a tight area. Like, how do I sneak around behind him and do this and not have him turn around and see me? And I discovered after just, like, watching him for about 20 seconds, he does the exact same movement in, like, a loop. He'll go over to one table, he'll check it out for a little while, and then it's like, hmm. And they'll go over to the other table and do the exact same thing, and then it repeats. So I'm like, oh, he doesn't, like, m maybe on, like, a harder difficulty he would mix it up, but I was playing, you know, regular difficulty. I wasn't doing the really easy one. Um, so I was... Actually, a little disappointed that they did these really predictable loops. Like the uh, the patrol uh, on the streets, the the watch or whatever they're called, watch or watchman. Uh, they also do the same kind of thing, where like they kind of move in very predictable motions, which I guess in the long run is good because from what I've heard, as when you get further in the game, there's more of those patrols on the street, so it's probably gonna get packed really fast. Um, but it does kind of pull you out of it a little bit when you realize they're not really AI so much as they're kind of prescribed paths yeah. that they'll put a, a NPC on. Well, I, re I read Ars Technica's review of the game, and it seemed like a, they, were, they were complaining about the fact that they would meet like a, a couple in the street, mm -hmm. like in one of the open areas, and that they thought it was like a, a terrible, like a, just a travesty in this day and age that they would just stand there. You know, like not do anything. Like they weren't, they weren't really programmed to do anything well, else. Well, you know, uh, in, in an open world game like this, you think the AI would be a lot more refined. <laughs> That's actually know? something funny. So there's a lot of beggars or like people with this. I think it's called the gloom, some kind of disease or whatever. They're just like hanging out in the street, and those are the type you know that don't aggro you. Like they're not going to go like, hey you. They just don't care. Um, but I kept going up to them like really close just to see, and some of them don't even have animated faces. Like it's like you gotta. There's got to be at least a minimum level of effort for this stuff, so that they feel like you know there's something worth interacting with, it, that there's something worth paying attention to. Otherwise, they're just kind of like mannequins that happen to be moving around. 
Who, who made this game? Eidos? Yeah, Eidos Montreal, I think. And Square Enix published it? Yeah. What? So this is the same team that made Deus Ex, you know, supposedly. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what kind of surprised me, because I, I was thinking, like, looks-wise, uh, it has a lot of very pretty areas. Although, I will say, I played the PC version, and I'm, during certain areas, especially, like, when there's rain and stuff, sometimes I get massive lag. Not lag, slowdown. It's not online. Yeah. Uh, massive um, slowdown and frame rate drops that uh, sort of surprised me because it's not like I'm using any intense settings either for my graphics. Um, so that probably shouldn't happen. I've, I've heard some other people say that they've gotten the frame drop thing as well, uh, and it's inconsistent. Sometimes you'll play for a long time without any issue, and then other times randomly you turn a corner and it's like, gick, 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 you know, before it gets back <laughs> up to speed. Some, sometimes so much so that when it triggers like an in-game cutscene, everything's slightly off. Like I experienced a couple times where the, the subtitles were already showing me like the lines for the next shot instead of, you know, the current lines that they should be saying. So that's that's always really annoying to me <laughs> when they're when I'm already reading like what you're you're gonna hear in like another thirty seconds. Um the, but yeah the animation's kinda a little bit lame. I will say somebody spent a long time on the hand animations Clearly, for Garrett, because <laughs> every time he puts his hands on shit, it's like a big flourish. Like, he puts his hands along, um, uh, po- not posters, uh, picture frames to find hidden, like, switches and shit. And it's like, wee, wee, like, it's very flowery and it's very, like, pretty hands. And it's kind of funny to me. Like, he'll open a safe and take out a, a necklace and it'll waste, like, ten seconds because he's like, ooh, look at this, and flipping it in his hand and then... Swishing so are, it, so, it. So are there so are there animators that specialize on hands, Iggy? Yeah. I mean, you're an animator. Sometimes there so. are. Yeah. Man, oh man, oh man. I mean, not necessarily. Like sometimes you won't be like confined to just doing that, but there are some people that clearly excel at certain types of game animation. So, so, so when I look at the credits for this game, it's going to say you know superior hand no, no, animator. No, no. It, most likely, it'll just say animators. I mean, because most people, <laughs> most people rarely, unless it's like AI animation, sometimes you they will dis, uh, make a distinction, but. Uh, yeah, it'll just be animator. But the the hand animation and everything is very nice. Um, if you look down at his feet, sometimes they look a little derpy because <laughs> sometimes clearly they don't intend for you to like look down at your feet too often. I, I I'm telling anyone listening that has thief try it a couple times. It's, it's unintentionally <laughs> you gotta hilarious. Try it. Yeah, because like especially when you're walking down like one of those like wooden. Um, planks like high above everybody else and you look down and, and your foot kind of goes clop 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 like it's f- sort of flops around a little bit it looks <laughs> kind of silly that's not how a thief kind of kind of club foot like but uh a thief with a club foot but there's it's, it's it's probably just because that's obviously like a that's an afterthought because most most people, like ninety percent of people, aren't doing that. You know, they're focusing on the hands. Right. Uh, so the That's what the, you say. the thief stuff is cool. Like the stealing stuff is fun. Um, checking for hidden, you know, wall safes and that sort of thing is interesting. The um, the lock picking is ridiculously easy. I think there's two stages of it because you can level it up. There's one where it actually does this like somehow you see through the wall and to the actual, you know, kind of like um like a Bethesda type. Uh, lockpick scenario like you actually see the gears and shit and you have to adjust uh and but the the first one you see is super simple and it's usually just a series of like clear dots 
And the closer you get to like the lock getting to the right spot, the the dot will become slightly more opaque, and then you have to click it. You know, it's a very very simple mechanic, but it works well enough. Um, and I like the attention to sound in the game, because sometimes they'll do little vi- not not visual sound cues for when maybe you're getting a little too close to somebody. Like you get this kind of tense sound, or like. Uh, uh, the sound, even for your own movements, is important to note because once in a while, if you're a little too loud, somebody's going to be like, "What's that?" You know. Uh, so that's kind of cool that they have uh, a good attention to detail with that. I will say, it does the video game shit where, like, I'll do that guy, the jeweler guy in the basement that I mentioned before. Uh, I was in the dark, maybe five feet from him, and I discovered a wall safe. So I'm like, "Hmm." So I'm picking the wall safe, and then it goes click. And opens, and I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit! Is he gonna hear me?" Didn't hear me. No. Uh huh. Like this maybe. Is bad. I noticed that in a lot of games. Though. Yeah, that's a, that's a common thing. Like, like if it, there, if... there there are sounds that they're supposed to hear, and there are sounds that they aren't supposed to. Hear. Right, and sometimes it, it, there's a there's a very blurry line between those two. Like I assume, like is he instantly going to be like, "What? Someone opened my safe?" No. I mean, I can even close the safe again with another click, and I think the most I ever got was um, there's this. Sort of similar to uh, Dishonored, there's this very tiny like eye icon that will fill up if it's getting too cl- too much to the point that they're like, "Hey, something's there." I think the most I got was like a like a an eye icon that was maybe twenty five percent filled, which still indicates like I could still make a lot more noise before this guy goes, "What the fuck?" So it's a little a little disappointing that it's inconsistent in terms of those smaller events that you Probably do. Make a Caucasian or something like that. Poor white Russian. Kind of chill out behind the dude until he turns around. Yeah, exactly. Slosh <laughs> your ice around in the glass, maybe. So like, hey, what's going on? I'm hey, just, I'm just here to steal here, your man. stuff. Got a beverage here, man. But, uh, and man, it's not, okay, it's not really a spoiler because this shit happens within the first maybe hour of the game. Especially, it might be less, depending on how fast you are. But the first, uh, maybe there's more characters, but the first side character you meet is annoying as fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Like there's nothing worse than a character who clearly is not your equal but acts like they are and then acts like the stuff you're doing is wrong. And then and and then traipses off in front of you like, "Look, I'm going to be so awesome because you know what's going to happen to a character like that." Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know they're going to get smacked upside the head, you know, <laughs> metaphorically. Um yeah, so this this fucking girl that you meet right at the beginning is so aggravating because clearly they have some history that I don't give a shit about, but uh, <laughs> I really don't because she's talking shit to him as when they first meet. Garrett is a motherfucking master thief. It's established, and this girl who makes clop clop noises loud as fuck and uses this. Does she have a club she foot? Wear high heels or some bullshit. Well, she's, she's, just, foot? she's just really loud because she's young and impetuous and whatever. Um, and she has this claw weapon that she can use to get to higher heights, uh, but it's fucking noisy. So he's constantly telling her, like, look, you've got to be quiet or you don't want everyone in the fucking neighborhood to hear that you're you're here. And, you know, we got a job to do, so let's focus. And she's like, I want to have fun. I'm a free spirit. And you're just oh, stuck God. in the past. I'm like... Stuck in the past. Like like hu- like humans have evolved it, like not here loud things or but she's, something like that. I know. At one point <laughs> at one point she's like he's saying something like, you know, thieves need to be quiet. 
and they need to be silent and, and like no one needs to know they're there. And she's like, well, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm more than just a thief. I'm like, well, yeah, you are. Cause you're fucking loud. You're not really a good thief. So you're, because you're a foil. That's why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, it's, it's pushing too hard is the problem I have. Like I you could have made a character that was maybe not as, as hardcore as Garrett, but was still likable. But they really, really like beat you over the head to make you not like this girl, and it worked because later on, when stuff happens and I'm apparently supposed to feel a certain way about it, I'm like, I don't give a shit. I really don't Man, care. Can we just? That's not just shitty thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so if you're gonna have somebody annoying, don't ex- don't keep agonizing about that character later and, and expect me to give a shit about it because it's like there is um. This is the only time, like, I was tempted to turn off Garrett's voice because there's a couple times where he <laughs> talks about something like that, and I'm like, I don't care. I'm you, and I don't care. <laughs> Just stop talking. Um, but there are some cool things that they've added for people that are old Thief fans that may not want the extra help that a current kind of game provides. Like, this Thief provides this special ability called Focus. That sort of reminds me of like the Dishonored thing. If you play it, where like it's not as as blatantly uber helpful as as uh, the Dishonored one, but it's pretty close. Mm. Um, where if you focus, which means you concentrate really hard, uh, it, it <laughs> highlights certain things for you, or or possible things you could interact with that yeah. might be more effective. That sounds like uh, Mark of the Ninja. Yeah, sort, sort of. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But Dishonored did it really well, almost to the point where every time I did that, I, it was super easy. Like, it was way too easy. Yeah. Uh, so there's something like it in this, but you can choose to play modes of the game. And I think maybe you have to select it at the beginning, where you don't have focus at all, or you don't have his voiceover, or you don't have, like, even mini-maps or anything. So you have to just totally, like, old school it by yourself. So I think yeah. that is kind of cool for people that want more challenge or want it to feel more like... Uh, there's even one you you could turn the light gem off, so you really have to be like, I think I'm in the dark. <laughs> but, the, 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 but the problem with the problem with that is the fact that they don't design the game around that. Right. You know so what I mean? it's actually going to be kind of difficult because sometimes you will run yeah. into glitches, which I did, where you know maybe somebody still does detect you in the dark. Or this was a weird one. It actually worked to my advantage, but it shouldn't have happened. Where, uh, <clears throat> you know, much like Dishonored, I think Dishonored did, did this. You can like look through uh, keyholes. Yeah. yeah. Right. So in this one, you really do need to because sometimes, you know, walls are thin and you can hear someone talking, but they might not actually be in that room. They might be like above or below you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, w- I was looking in a keyhole where I knew this guy was going to walk through the door, but I didn't know when. So I needed to see him. But he was trying to walk through at the same time that I looked through the keyhole. So <laughs> something bugged. And so I was like, fuck. And I, I, I immediately pulled back because I was like, shit, I need to hide. But what happened was, for some reason, it kept the door closed. So I saw the the tips of his feet trying to walk through the door. Like, he was <laughs> trying to continually go through the door. But he couldn't because the door would not fucking open for him. And I went all the way around, like, you know, through a window and around the other side and up the stairs. And he was still just kind of walking in that, like, as if he was like a robot <laughs> that was pushed to go nice. like a wall. And I was like, what the hell? That kind of pulls you out of it a little bit. And I Should was watching... Programming. I know that. Well, that's yeah. that's the thing. I was watching uh, Polygon. Now they do a, a set of videos called overviews, where you know, like they play the game and they're talking about their thoughts. It's not. It's a very like informal type of review. Yeah. Um, and while he was playing it, 
one of the watch characters that was patrolling in the street just spazzed out. Like you remember that? Um, you remember that? Uh, not everyone's gonna know this reference, but it, if you can Google it, it's really funny. There was this guy that had, I think it was like a Japanese corrupted Goldeneye cartridge. It, no, no, it was it was the cartridge. I was just gonna say the Goldeneye hit <laughs> oh, down. Yeah, you remember that yes. shit, Knox? Yes, you remember that shit. I remember yeah. that very so well. So this guy, this guy had a corrupted Goldeneye N64. No, no, he just cartridge till he he like pulled the cartridge. Oh, out he a purposely bit. fucked it up. Yeah, he purposely uh, did this. Uh, okay. Like it would just it would just be you would take the cartridge out a little bit to disconnect some of the contacts. Right. From the from the from the machine, and it would just you know get down. You okay. you get down. Bat, da, 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 yeah, and da, you da, found you know? like a K-pop song called "Get Down," whatever. So <laughs> if you look up Goldeneye and "Get Down," it'll probably actually give you the it's meme. Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, so so I was uh, I was watching the video of this guy playing, and at one point, it's not as extreme as the "Get Down" uh, Goldeneye thing, <laughs> but the character just starts spazzing out and trying to to, to rotate in all these different directions. And even the, the person playing was like, uh, <laughs> what, what is happening? Can I kill him? What is, he, he was like, I need to put him out of his misery and just shot him with an arrow because it was weird. Like he wasn't moving to that spot. So this game clearly, like maybe it was rushed. I don't know. I, I did. I watched the alpha playthrough of it last E3. And, you know, a lot of alphas are really controlled, especially when you're showing it in that sort of setting. So I didn't really put too much weight behind it. But it felt similar, but it was way more polished, obviously, because it was a controlled zone. Right. But this game feels like it was an extension of that. But I wonder if they really had enough time to, excuse me, to hash out the, uh, all, those little, all those little technical problems. Oh, one other thing that's going to piss some people off, and it took me a while to get used to, but I, I guess I'll have to live with it because I'm playing the game. There's no jump button. Huh? Yeah, I Every, read about that. Everything's contextual jump. So, like, if you're near some... You're playing like, Zelda, basically. Yeah, if you're near, like, a a, uh. a carton that looks like it, <laughs> it's purposely marked to be jumped on, and you press jump, then it'll jump. But if you just, like, say, for example, you're on the street and you're like, I want to jump. <laughs> you just press space. Nothing's going to oh. fucking happen. No, you can't do that. No, you can't do that for you some that. reason. It's not like, you know, like Skyrim. Like, you, you jump around it's, like an idiot if you want to. It's, it's the club foot. <laughs> oh, and, and let me do, let me let me let you know I do jump around like an idiot every time there every time you're talking about something serious in Skyrim jump around like a fucking moron. <laughs> but you, they don't let you do that in this. There is something called swooping, where um, yeah, where if you press a direction and space, you kind of go zoop like in not like blink like in in uh, Dishonored because that's really far. It's like it's like yeah. maybe a couple feet. It's like if you dashed forwards. So you can kind of use it to get like from one shadow to another shadow area like mm, really fast mm. to kind of avoid people detecting you. It's useful. It's just weird that that's kind of your – it's not really your jump, but that's kind of the closest you'll get Shoot me. to doing something other than just running around. Mm -hmm. You could swoop. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, I'm still – as I said, I'm only a couple hours in. I will say my last thought about this game is that – the it has this kind of, I wouldn't call it a hub world, but there is like a main set of streets that you can always travel on and you can kind of get from one mission to another using the same street. So obviously you finish one mission, you're going to have to backtrack through those streets and go to like another one. It's the most fucking confusing map because <laughs> one of the missions I literally spent 
and if you play this game, you're going to know which one I'm talking about, because I swear it's going to happen to you. Uh, I was wandering around for 15 to 20 minutes because there was a mark on my map that was in this area that looked like it was through a wall. I couldn't figure out where the fuck I was supposed to go. I found out later, oh, this random assortment of uh, barrels. Randomly, I'm supposed to press E or something, and it does the uh, kind of quick time event where I move through the barrels like in this way manner that I can't normally do. And I was like, how the fuck was I supposed to know you're supposed to do that? That's you the- cut down this certain bush, you unlock the secret dungeon. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it only gives you the pop-up prompt to press E when you're, like, really close to those barrels. Good old spank- Zelda 1 mechanics. I like it. Yeah, it's fucking awful. So there's a lot of really unclear uh, areas in the map. And the map itself, you know, because it can be sometimes two or three floors, is also really confusing, too. So... It, it, it's a very it's it's not very fun to meander through because you'll you'll get lost guaranteed a couple times, mm. and it's also one of those things where you can play side missions and the main missions like kind of whenever you want, and that always makes me fucking frustrated. I mean, some people like that, but it frustrates me because sort of like Mass Effect Two or any of those games where you can do the same sort of thing, I don't want to progress too far in the main missions. Because I don't know if that's going to lock me out of being able to do those side missions later. So I made the mistake, maybe. I think maybe you can... (laughs) You might be able to replay side missions, so maybe Maybe? I'm I'm complaining about this. I maybe made the mistake of doing a side quest too early because I got into this room that had uh, some kind of um, vent that normally you could open with a wrench, but it's like, you don't have a wrench. And I'm like, what? Where am I supposed to get a wrench? And then Uh there's like a a wall safe or something that's like a picture, but it's like, you don't have a razor blade. I'm like, where the fuck am I supposed to get a razor blade? (laughs) From the the medicine cabinet. (laughs) Everybody else keeps them. But I found out much later, progressing through one of the main (laughs) missions, like, oh, now there's this random hobo that will sell me a wrench. I'm like, fuck. Does that mean... you have it. Yeah, exactly. I think maybe you can replay those side missions. I'm hoping so. Otherwise, I miss... I'm just going to miss whatever that treasure was. Which sucks. Um, But yeah. It's... (laughs) I like his voice. (laughs) Poor Edgy Garrett. He sounds like a fucking Batman character. He's like... Like, nobody... Maybe two people so far. Almost nobody, though, sounds like they have a British accent or English accent. And I swear, it feels like some kind of weird medieval England in- English town. <laughs> but everybody sounds like a fucking American. And they they say, like, contemporary swears a lot. Oh, like, yeah. they say fuck and frigging and all this stuff. I'm like, what? Why are I they remember, talking I remember like that? In the, old, in the old Thief, they used to have, like, these really inventive sorts of insults. Like, they remember the, the word taffa. Okay, like, so... Somebody yeah. mentioned that in a review, and I heard it. I did actually hear it once, but most of the time I hear it like "fuck," yeah, <laughs> "fuck well, this," "fuck that." Well, it's because but, nobody's interested in building a world anymore, you know, in video games. You know, you know, with the the original Thief, they're interested in building this sort of like Victorian sort of steampunkish sort of thing. Yeah. And this one, you know, I, I haven't played this, but it's like you know, just 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 from my experience in recent, you know, video game. Uh, sort of, you know, you know, design. It's just like they don't have an interest in building a world anymore. You know, they have a world, but it's so. I mean, it, it seems you know it, they they don't they don't have an interest in making a really unique world. I mean, know? it like, feels like a. Know? This is kind of a pun, but it, it's it feels like a shadow of what the the that world should be. Like you yeah. get little bit tidbits of like, hey, I can kind of see where you're going with the makeup of this town. 
But now all the people still look really boring, but, and they have no face animations. Much like the people. <laughs> and I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, it's it's. I mean, I I think I'm running into the same con a sense of conflict that uh, one of the other reviewers was it on Rock, Rock Paper Shotgun or one of those sites was having about the game. Like, there definitely are p- parts that are fun. I'm not saying it's not a fun game, but. There are also other parts that make you go like, ah, can I just do more of that other stuff? <laughs> like that other stuff was really good. <laughs> can we not be forced into things where I'm doing lots of jumping and running and very unthief-like things, please? And apparently, from what I've read, <clears throat> there's a lot of uh, potential levels or missions or whatever later that do do that, that pull you away from the thiefy stuff. That's the nice fun chunk and put you into this more gamey side of no, things it's like no, no this, thank this, you this is this isn't call of duty this is thief yeah. this is thief you know it's call of thief <laughs> call, call, call of thief battle yeah. duty six yeah thieves duty but Thief, that is that, duty that is something duty. i've noticed like uh, a lot of c- contemporary games uh, definitely thief has this issue where um they'll call let you do stuff but it's always like very specific like for example i think the, in the other games you also had rope arrows right i can't yep. remember Yep, absolutely. In this one, you have rope arrows, but only for very specific, like stubs uh-huh. of wood in the air that you know you'll e- see them even, with your focus. Okay, even pro, even programmers in the early in the late nineties had the ability to program the ability to, uh, <laughs> you know, to you know throw ropes like wherever you wanted on a fucking map. Like they, 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 they had the ability to program this, but apparently we don't in 2014. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's one thing I did like about Dishonored. Like, say what you will about the combat and whatever, but it felt. Like, you could kind of mess around a bit more with, like, hey, I want to see if I can get all the way up here. Can I? Oh, I kind of can. That's that's sort of cool. You know, like, it feels like as a stealthy dude, I can screw around more with that sort of game and sometimes find something that's not what maybe the developer intended but still gets the job done. Mm-hmm. But so far in Thief, it, it does these little – it's not hand-holding, but it clearly is, like, hey, look over here. This is probably what you should do, maybe. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, listen. But listen, yeah, hey, listen, hey, <laughs> hey. Like, what it wants it? to gently suggest, like, how about this? And then, the at least at the beginning, a lot of the streets are so kind of claustrophobic that you really don't feel like you have too many different avenues. Like, obviously, uh, above everybody is optimal, but sometimes you'll be in a zone where it's like, shit, now I'm being forced to kind of go through this area where I'm on, on the ground. Like, there's not, not enough ways to get myself up high again, which is actually what I really loved about... Dishonored, where there's a, often a lot of situations where it's like, if I upgrade my blink enough, I can be like, fuck this, and then just go way <laughs> up high. Yeah. yeah, I always thought that was cool. Like, you can kind of see, like, the sort of things I find fun about stealth is often the stuff where I can survey an area properly well, and yeah. not be in the thick of it necessarily. But sometimes but, Thief looks like it wants you to be in the thick of it because it's like, tension, you know. Like, yeah, but they think that's, but I mean, the the thief, the, the the sort of stealthy sort of genre has been regressing ever since the original thief. You know, back in nineteen ninety eight or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like you know when it, when you think from thief to to the thief two. I haven't played that actually. I heard know. the is it the third one? that's not that great. Uh, yeah, third one's not that. The second one was supposed to be as good, if not better, than the first. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it though. Is that the? the third, um, I forget. What can't it's remember the name. They also have. I the think it's just thief titles. two. It's I think it's just it's thief, thief two. There's two. a third one. Yeah, there's there's a third one. There's a there's a third one. I forget its name. And then there's this one, which is Seath Four. Right. Um, 
But, I mean, it's like you look at the original Thief games compared to Dishonored. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of shit taken away. You know, you have a lot less flexibility in what you want to do. Right. And then you look at from Dishonored to Thief 4, you know, the, the Thief now. And it's just like, you know, it, you know, it makes you wonder. It's like, you know, the, the, red, the example I have is that, you know, you look at the RoboCop now compared to the RoboCop oh, yeah. from 1980, whatever. It's like, yeah. well, why couldn't you just make another movie about a, you know, cyborg policeman why did you have to use robocop you know why did you have to use ge- yeah what? what i'm fucking with you guys okay <laughs> i was gonna <laughs> be like how would you not like, know i was gonna be like knox you you, you told i, me I about partially this just refuse to acknowledge what this happened <laughs> but it's you know you look I mean, at robocop just, now. i just hope they don't remake total recall or something like that. They, I hope oh, they don't, don't say it or else they will shut up they did that's <laughs> what he's joking about oh no they did yeah. <laughs> Wait, they did? Yes. What? They made a total recall and it was stupid. Yeah. Oh, no. I, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know if I can, you know, I like Brian Granson, but it's kind of like I kind of want to kick him in the nuts right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can talk about whatever I was talking about. Well, they're doing another Godzilla, too, so. Well, that's that's different because Toho and it has Brian Cranston. Well, yeah, but Toho is, you know, Toho has a has a hand in that. Right. I don't know if I feel so strongly about that. Well, if you haven't, but, if you guys haven't seen the trailer, there's a new one actually for that that just came out like a day yeah. or two ago. It's pretty yeah. good. What was on the cover of Empire too? Oh, apparently, which actually look they they revealed they revealed the the actual design for Godzilla. But what you know? But what was I talking about? <laughs> we got to derail. You know, you're talking about yeah. games now. Well, the like games kind of shadows. Well, of it's the... not just games, but it's every media. It's like you know, you have you have something from the past. RoboCop is a good example for movies. Um, I think that Thief is a good example for video games. Mm-hmm. You know, they have both recently had reboots that have very little to do with the original source material. Why would you use this besides the brand recognition? You know, but I, I you know, I I don't think that many kids nowadays are really going to know what RoboCop. The, the Verhoeven is right. Nobody Maybe not until they're know. in their twenties and they're like, yeah, hey, you know, this is kind of hip to watch." You know, so. this is kind of hip to watch, and, and you know, it's a really a good movie. It's a good comment on Reagan, you know, Reaganite bullshit mm-hmm. back in the day. You know, and Thief was was a product of its time, and now they take it and turn it into something that it just fucking isn't. You know, it's like if they made a Doom three or something. Right. Yeah, it's like what if you made Doom three now? You know, if if Doom two had been made when when it was, but if they made Doom three nowadays. What would it be? What would it be like like now? Interestingly enough, isn't Doom three nine years old now? It's actually kind of yeah, (laughs) yeah. So so Doom four is going to basically be like a complete what the fuck. Like (laughs) the gap between Doom two and Doom three is almost as long as Doom three and Doom four. Yeah. And at this, and when I played Doom three, I was kind of like, this is fucking bullshit. I I do feel like uh... (laughs) like this is nothing. This. I don't care if the fucking cake demon floats. It looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like at a certain point, it might take a while, but I feel like at a certain point, people are going to get frustrated enough where it will be forcibly kind of shifted back to, you know, more freedom, more this and more that. Because if you notice, it, especially in reviews, a lot of newer games are getting dinged pretty heavily for being too handholdy. Right. I find that funny because Bioshock was handholdy as fuck. And nobody really called it out. On but the that. first one, are you talking about Infinite? I'm talking about Infinite. Okay. Well, what's funny about Bioshock Infinite's its own little weird thing because I I distinctly recall everybody going like, "Oh my God, Bioshock's so good!" You know, like when it came yeah. out, and then a while afterwards, there was some kind of haze that that lifted, and people were like, "Wait, what?" 
No! Yeah. <laughs> it is no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I they think... realize for what it is, it's like a mediocre thing. You that know. one kind of confused people because I, I think it was a lot of the narrative content that kind of threw people away from the fact that maybe things were too handholdy or too linear. Um, but most other games aren't quite that intense with the story for the most part. So it's more obvious when they do stuff that's, you know, pushing you in one direction or another. But I, I do think it's only, I mean, it might take a while, but it's only a matter of time before people revisit, you know, like, some company's going to be like, well, what made those games, those older games, so good? And then they're going to make, you know, another one of those. Are you sure about that? Do you want to put money on it? Uh, well, it depends how much time passes. <laughs> Dude, that's, <laughs> that's the key, because I still feel like there's still going to be another wave where people have this pseudo version of that, where, like, if you don't scratch too far below the surface, then you're like, this kind of feels like it. But then the more yeah. you think about it, you're kind of like, wait a minute. Of- old school indie games that are coming out recently or the thing the thing remake the thing remake yeah, I mean, you still you still have places like you still have places <laughs> like bethesda and stuff that will make games like i mean i'm sure they're going to make another not necessarily skyrim but i'm sure they, they'll have another open world game where they're like hey go really, nuts do whatever you I want really really hope they do if 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 elder scrolls online is where bethesda ends that it's going to be it's a sad. fucking travesty. <laughs> it's going to be a goddamn travesty. Well, don't get your hopes too far up then. What if they end up doing a totally different IP or, I don't know. That's... Oh, man. If, I hope it's Fallout at least. That's interesting. I'm sure there's got to be another one in the pipes somewhere. I don't know. God. I don't even want to think about it. Because, uh, well, yeah. like, when, when I look back and I play, like, Morrowind, it's like, you know... Morrowind's fucking cool, and I like Skyrim a lot. Don't get me wrong, right? But it's like there's there's there is a lot less freedom in Skyrim compared to to Morrowind, you know, mm-hmm. especially in terms of like building the character, in terms of their skills and stuff like. That. Well, what's interesting about especially about character building, especially for Bethesda sort of games, is that uh, it seems like every time they make one, they they must have some period of reevaluation where they're like, wait, this thing really didn't work that well. Like uh, when they went from you know Oblivion to Skyrim, for example. Mm-hmm. Or they they had some stuff in Oblivion I really didn't care for in terms of character building, but I feel like you know as silly looking as that whole like you know star constellation shit is for like picking your stuff in in um, Skyrim I actually kind of like some of that character building a bit more like attributes and stuff oh. uh, compared to you know Oblivion I I actually never played Morrowind as bad as that sounds yeah <laughs> but um. I'm assuming it was a bit more free compared to maybe Oblivion. It was in a way. Um, I don't know. It, you know, Skyrim. Is, you know, that's the thing is like you know, I, I talk about it all the time. It's like I hang out on 4chan, and 4chan is want to talk about you know they're they're, they're extremists. You know, whether it be positive what? or negative. I know they. Really, <laughs> I know it's surprising, isn't it? Um, but I mean, when it when it comes to Skyrim, when he talks about Skyrim, they, oh, it's so shit. You know, they watered it down. It's not that. It's really not. You know? it, oh, it's yeah. really not that bad. No, I like Skyrim. I, uh, I run into that a lot on that one gaming website I'm on all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And all due respect to the community I'm in, and I know some of them listen to this podcast, some people on that website are just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like when it comes to their old schoolism, you know, it's just. Yeah. Well, see, that's the, that's the other side of it, where you get kind of worried that if you're too stuck in the past, you may miss out on advancements in game design that are actually good things. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's it's a very 
difficult balance, I think. And I'm not I'm not saying, you know, it should be easy for these guys to just revert to previous ways. Sometimes that doesn't really work that well with, with newer games. But it's something that will definitely take more effort uh, to make a game that is that does feel as free, perhaps, as, as some of these earlier incarnations of these series games. But uh, I, I think it's possible. I, I would say maybe don't hold your breath on certain franchises, but on other ones, I, I think it's totally viable that they could, you know, learn from their errors and make better next versions, you know? Mm-hmm. But for Thief, yeah, it is, it's kind of a, a bittersweet thing because you can kind of see what they were intending, at least. It just doesn't really hit the mark in a bunch it's, of... It's it's really frustrating because Human Revolution was actually a fucking good game. Well, but and Human Revolution really pissed this. me off because actually Human Revolution felt super restrictive in a lot of ways. I assumed, especially from the early trailers and gameplay, like, oh, we're going to get to do whatever we want, go through the city and all this kind of stuff, and you realize, no, the city's actually pretty controlled. Like, you yeah. can't go past certain points, and it's mm-hmm. actually kind of small, and a lot of things... A lot of abilities and stuff you probably never really need. Like, there's whole ability chains or trees that I didn't even bother with because I'm like, you know, that, like one of those things, like, you could bust through a wall right here. It's like, well, fuck wasting a point on that. Put something <laughs> in something else because there's only like maybe 10 walls you can do that to. You know, like, there's a lot of things where they give you the illusion that there's so many options. But when you really think about it, you're like, no, I, I probably would play it similarly the next time around too. And their their boss battles were fucking not lame. Yeah, they were they were pretty bad. They were lame. Um, <laughs> especially I don't know. Their ending was also like what the hell. So that's the probably the laziest set of endings I've seen in a while. Whenever I see multiple endings like that, it's always kind of lazy, sort of. Well, I mean, it was physically lazy because you literally go to (laughs) one thing and pick, like, ABC. (laughs) It's not even like like Mass Effect 3. I was just saying, it sounds like Mass Effect 3. No, no, but, like, as, as annoying as also that set of endings was, at least there you had to start along that path, and then you're kind of, like, locked into it more or less. I know, um, but your choices had no effect on me. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. That's the thing. Ah, but that's it was sure. even if you believe it, it was even worse in Human Revolution because it's like you really could have done whatever the. But fuck that wasn't a three-game series. No, no, it wasn't. It was a well. I guess you can't really count the previous wow. games; they're kind of disconnected. They um, are. I think that Human Revolution's a prequel, isn't it? Compared uh, to the first Deus Ex, I think yeah. that Deus Ex is technically second chrono- chronologically. I think so, which makes me wonder if now thinking about that, that means maybe certain endings have to actually be canon compared to other ones. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It just makes you long for a cave story. Like I don't have a problem with being able <laughs> being able to select multiple endings is potentially amazing. It's just that make it feel like you actually had some effort getting to a specific one, but not that, that you could like they time. pick it. Pick a card. And now you kill Jolie Bindo. Have fun. <laughs> well, you know what? Speaking of Kotor, that only had like, what really two possible endings. Yeah. But yet, once you felt like you were really in for it for the long haul, you're like, yes. Like when you got that ending, it it felt appropriate because you aimed yourself towards that ending. I didn't. I completely <laughs> fucked it off. Oh, really? Yeah. When I got to that point, that one like deciding point, I was like, you screwed up. I was like. I hit the wrong button, basically, and I was like, well, fuck it, I'm locked in now, so might as well just go through with it. What? And it doesn't matter what you do for that first, like, 80%. If you click that button, 
Wait, okay. Since it's been out for a long time, just tell me what, what was the what was the part that you fucked up? Oh, uh, it was the part with the uh, you're standing off against Bastila, like with oh, it's that Bastila standoff on Did that. Did you one fucking, fucking kill her? And a killer. I killed the shit out of that thing. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, I was like going so well, and I was like, bling. Oh, oh okay. Oh, God. I, I, I killed the fuck out of it. That's her. pretty funny. I guess, I guess I'm a bastard. <laughs> Poor bastard. I beat the shit out of him. So, I, yeah. I always loved giving her, I love giving her shit too, because she was so uptight. And any chance I, I had to kind of jab her a little bit. Oh man, that game! I in, love that. In game. this podcast, we see Iggy and Knox go full Charlie Murphy. <laughs> I, I slapped hey, the shit I out of them. I I saved her. When it came to Bastila, that was not the last time I had to whoop her ass. Whoop her ass. <laughs> Force is a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, yeah. that's. Uh-huh. I think that's. Uh, so we don't go into like a fucking Kotor tangent or something. Yeah, you too. You that's two would sit here for a fucking day and talk Dude, about that shit. Easily. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Anyway, maybe, maybe we'll save that for a, a slow week when there's not. Bioware. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks everyone once again for listening. Uh, if you have any thoughts, or actually, if you've played Thief and you'd like to comment on anything we talked about or your own experience, send us an email. Uh, name of game podcast at gmail.com. We'll be happy to discuss it, read it on the air. Uh, we have a Facebook group, which is In the Name of Game, where we post a lot of news tidbits and episodes. She uh, says we, but she means me. Well, I post some stuff now and then. I did do once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once. So we technically one. all post things. See? Uh, we have a Twitter, or really, I do the Twitter. Um, where I just kind of post links to the episodes as they're available. I don't really do very much other than that. Um, and we have a website, in the name of game.com where you can uh, listen to this episode and any previous episode and also leave comments there as well. Uh, if you don't want to do any of that stuff, we have it, uh, iTunes, where you can just subscribe to us on iTunes and ignore everything else. Uh, but yeah. Ignore me for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and trust me. I know Colin. Ignoring him is a gift. It's a very, very healthy response. (laughs) Again, thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you next week. Have a good time. Bye. Man, Knox, Knox, we got to get down after this. Uh, What? Get down? We got to get down. Get down. We can get down. Sorry, I thought you were going to try to call the press direction. No, I wasn't doing. What? (laughs) We can get down. Oh, we can get down. Yeah, we can get down. We can get. Yeah. That's enough.